Hey everyone, welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, and I am the founder and fitness coach at Thrivology in Alexandria, Kentucky. Let me tell you a little bit about Thrivology if you don't know about us, which is going to be the vast majority of you. And that will explain why we're creating Good Wolf Radio so that we can have a greater reach to more people. So Thrivology is a health and fitness studio where we help people become their best selves. And our main attraction, if you will, of course, is exercise, but we encompass much more than that. We've been in business for about 10 years. I started back 10 years ago um, myself, and then we slowly have grown to where we are today. In an attempt to expand our reach and to help more people and to help get the word about health and fitness out, we started Good Wolf Radio, which is where we are now. And the purpose of Good Wolf Radio is to help you become your best self. It is to help you overcome the obstacles of health and fitness, which there are plenty of, to pursue your best. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like what I have to say and what we teach here is the gospel per se. My hope is that we sift through so that we can find the truth. Because as you well know, there is plenty of information out there about how to eat better, how to sleep better, how to exercise, the best way to do this, the best way to do that. And while there are plenty of ways to do all of those things, there are more effective ways and less effective ways. And the hope is to sift through so that we can find the most effective way for you, which is the whole goal in this is to find the best way for you so that you can find something sustainable to move you forward. Today, we're going to start a series on identity, which is, as you'll see throughout this series, the hardest thing for most people to overcome when it comes to starting to make change in their health and fitness. Now, that makes no sense for a lot of us, how identity is the thing that stands in our way, and to start talking about identity, let's first talk about what identity is, and then I wanna talk about what we think actually gets in the way of change. So identity is our sense of self. It is who we believe we are and what we believe we're capable of achieving. Okay, who we believe we are and what we believe we're capable of achieving. Now, of course, there's a whole lot that encompasses that. It's much broader than just simply that little sentence, but essentially it is your sense of self, it is who you believe you are, and what you believe you're capable of achieving. When you go to make some sort of change, however, you typically run into a few other obstacles that you think are there, and they probably are there, um, but these are really things that your identity, your current self, finds in order to protect itself. So. Uh, I wanted to look at those three arguments, if you will. And I call them arguments because uh, one of my favorite people is the Roman emperor of the Roman emperor from back in ancient days, uh, Marcus Aurelius. Um, he was around 2000 years ago. So um, sadly, we cannot have conversations with him anymore. But nonetheless, he's left us some good information that can help teach us about how we can overcome 
ourselves. Uh, Marcus Aurelius said, waste no more time arguing what a good man should be, be one. Waste no more time arguing about what a good man should be, be one. And when we go to make change, in other words, whenever we try to pursue our goodness, we argue with ourselves. And there are three main arguments that come up. There's a bunch that can happen, but there are three main ones that we see here at Thrivology and that I've just seen throughout my own career. Number one, these are in no particular order. Number one, I'm not motivated. I'm not motivated enough to get started. It may feel like you're not motivated and it may be very true, but here's the thing about motivation. Motivation is simply a feeling. Um, sometimes you feel happy, sometimes you feel sad. Sometimes you're angry, sometimes you're joyful. And sometimes you're motivated and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're motivated in the morning, sometimes you're motivated in the afternoon, sometimes you're motivated in the evening, sometimes you're motivated, motivated on Monday, sometimes you're motivated on Friday. So when it comes to motivation, while it may be true that you may not feel motivated in that moment, motivation is just the thing that's standing between you and change. And it is your identity finding some reason to not do it. As we'll talk about, I'm 100% certain in a future episode, motivation is just a barrier. It is a feeling that ebbs and flows. It comes and goes. It ebbs and flows throughout the day. It ebbs and flows throughout the week, a month, a year, and a lifetime. And if you wait for motivation to show up, then it's unlikely that you will make any sustainable change happen. So motivation is just a barrier. It is a feeling that you have to sometimes just overlook and you just got to go. You just got to do it. Um, number two, the second argument is I'm too busy. In other words, I can't fit it into my schedule right now. I don't have the time. And this is another one of those things that's probably currently true. And yet all of us have 24 hours in a day. And yet some people who are in probably your same similar predicament, we're all different. We all have different lives, different families and so forth. But there are some people who are in your same predicament who have kids who go to work and do all these things who also work out regularly. And so it's, there's a good chance that it may not be that you are too busy or that you don't have time. It's that you have not allotted the time to the thing that you're trying to achieve. It's that you're not allotting the time. It's that you're currently not the person who spends time on your exercise. It's currently you're not the person who spends time on your nutrition. So yes, you are currently spending all of your time on things, but it just so happens that they're not the things that are moving you toward the person that you want to become. Those things can be overcome, and I'm certain that we'll get into that down the road, but that's not what this is about. I'm too busy is just your mind looking at what you're currently doing and feeling like all of your time has, is taken up, which could be true, but there is plenty of that time that can be allotted to the thing that you're trying to change to. Which brings me to number three, the third argument, and that is I don't have the money. 
If you look again, and this is a, a much deeper conversation, but if you look at the finances that you have, and this is for anybody, yes, it is partly true that you may not currently have the money to spend on a gym membership or a new, new uh, a nutrition coach or whatever it is. Part of the reason that it feels this way is because the health and fitness industry has taught you that a gym membership should be about $20 or $25 a month. And so the idea of spending more on that than in your health and fitness is crazy to some people. Maybe not crazy, but it just doesn't make any sense because if a gym membership is 20 or 25 bucks, why should it, the average member here at Thrivology, it's about $200 to $250 a month. So that's a 10 times increase in a 20 to $25 a month membership. But the irony is when you look at 200 to $250 a month, the average person on a car payment spends, I think between 250 and $300 a month on a car payment. And the average person replaces a car every five years. Your body is irreplaceable. It is quite literally irreplaceable. You're not able to replace it. Now, granted, some of that is being changed. You're able to have heart transplants and this, that, and the other thing, but that's beyond the point. Your body is irreplaceable. So we're comfortable spending $250 to $300 a month on a vehicle that we're going to replace because society says that that is a normal thing to do, but we're not comfortable spending $250 to $300 on ourselves because society has told us thus far that it's really just $20 or $25 that you should spend. So overcoming that barrier is very challenging. I, I definitely get. And if you look at what you spend, it is that you have not allocated that fund and you're not currently the kind of person that spends money on your health and fitness because it is going to different things. So the identity of I don't spend, I currently don't spend money. I don't spend $200, $250 a month on myself, on exercise, on nutrition or whatever it is. That is a challenging thing to overcome. So when you're trying to change, that's the thought that comes in your head. I don't have the money. I just, I can't, I don't have the, the funds to be able to do that. So those are the three main arguments that happen whenever you're going to make change. Essentially, you're waiting for something. You're waiting for something to show up so that you can make the change happen. Motivation, time, or money. You're waiting for it to show up. Ironically, we assume that in making those statements, I'm not motivated, I don't have time, I don't have money, we're assuming that Sometime in the future, we're going to have those things and therefore we can start the change in the future. We're assuming that sometime in the future, I'm all of a sudden going to have the discipline to make myself start. So we put our future selves, we pigeonhole our future selves into making the change, but then our future self rolls around and the same thing happens over and over again. So it's this vicious cycle that we go through. And when we go through the cycle enough, the identity becomes more and more ingrained. I can't do it. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I'm not motivated. And then the cycle goes. And it literally becomes who you are and what you're capable of. 
So, in understanding that, when you're trying to get started, those are the things that are getting in, that you tell yourself are getting in your way. Maybe let's say you actually get started and let's say that you've started exercising or let's say you've started a new diet or whatever it is and you're six to eight weeks into it and all of a sudden other things start happening and you find yourself having trouble keeping going. This is the second barrier that happens whenever you're trying to make a change. This is your identity's second attempt to stop you from moving forward and there's a thing in psychology called the uh, emotional change cycle, I think is what it's called. And you can think of it as a roller coaster, okay? And when you start something, you're in the stage that psychologists call um, un uninformed optimism. Uninformed optimism. In other words, you don't know what you don't know and you're excited to get started. You believe that you can make the change happen. So you're starting an exercise program. Yes, I can't wait to get started. You don't know the obstacles that are gonna come your way. You don't know how long it's gonna take. You don't know what you have to overcome, but man, you believe you can do it. So you get going and then about six to eight weeks in, you start this little dip and you start to come down. And as you start to come down, you get into the next stage, which is called informed pessimism. In other words, now you've figured out that you have obstacles that you're gonna have to overcome. You have things that you're going to get in your way. You have plateaus. Maybe you lost five pounds in that first six weeks and it just stopped. All of a sudden it's not moving. Maybe you got stronger and then bam, it's not going anywhere. Maybe you lost inches and then no more inches are coming off. And you're going, okay, hmm. So it is going to be hard. It is going to be challenging. I'm going to have to put in some work um, and I'm not feeling as good about making this thing happen informed pessimism as you keep going you get to the bottom of the roller coaster if you will and this is what i like to call the trough of despair in other words at the bottom you're going man I, there's no way i can do this i just i can't push through i can't i i tried exercise it didn't work out i tried this new diet it couldn't happen i tried sleeping regularly it wasn't working out for me I tried meditating, uh, I, just couldn't, I just couldn't push through. I, I am in this trough, I feel like I can't dig myself out, and I feel like I can't overcome. And it is in that moment where your identity is slapping you in the face. Your current identity is slapping you in the face and going, you can't do this. Who are you kidding? Who are you thinking that you can actually make this change happen? If you're lucky enough to push through that and keep going, then you start to come back up and you start to get to what's in called informed optimism. You're, you're understanding that there are obstacles to overcome. You're becoming more knowledgeable in the thing that you're trying to change. And you're going, okay, maybe I think I can get back over to the other side. I think I can achieve my goal because I've overcome a few things along the way. And then the last stage, of course, is achieving the thing that you're after. So that is a continuous cycle, understand. When you start, it is a continuous movement through that emotional cycle. You start here, you dip down, and then you come back up. And hopefully that dip gets a little higher and a little higher. That way it's not a big trough and it just becomes a little 
hill instead. But it is quite literally that trough of despair. It is that bottom part that is your identity crisis, if you will. When you get to that part of change, it's generally about six to eight weeks for most people, your, your identity confronts you and says, I don't, you can't do this. this. You're not the kind of person that exercises. You're not the kind of person that eats well. You're not the kind of person that does that. And it is at that moment when you either decide, as Brian Johnson would say, you either decide to step forward into growth or back into safety. Forward into growth or back into safety. When you do that more often and you step forward into growth, that is when you start to become that type of person. When you step back into safety more often, which is what a lot of us do, not because we're bad people, not because we're lazy, not because we don't want it to happen or we're not motivated or we don't have the willpower or whatever it is. It's because we get into the habit of doing it. And when you get into that habit, then you reinforce that person. You reinforce that I, I guess I'm not the type of person that exercises. But when you step in, to that discomfort and when you keep going and you step forward into growth, then you become that type of person. You start to shift your identity of who you believe you are and what you believe you're capable of achieving. So in summary, when we start making change, our current identity is what stands in the way. We make up three arguments that we make up arguments with ourselves, the main three being, I'm not motivated, I don't have time, I don't have money. Those are just arguments that's just us going, I don't know if I can do it, I, can, I don't know if I can do it. When we start something and we get to a certain point, we enter and we eventually get to the trough of despair. And when we get to the bottom of the trough, we are identified with our identity. We, we're, that didn't make any sense. We are confronted with our identity. And when we're confronted with it, we can either step forward into growth or back into safety. And it is up to us. And the more often we step forward into growth, the more often or the more we reinforce the kind of person that we're trying to become. Um, here's a couple of questions for you to think about before next time. Uh, number one, if you're thinking about making a change, what are the obstacles that will get in your way of achieving the outcome you're after? This is very important. The ancient Stoics called this premeditatio malorum, the premeditation of evils. What are the things that are going to get in my way? If you're in the process of changing, where are you in that change cycle? And how can you push yourself forward in your journey? In other words, are you getting close to that trough? Take a time to reflect. Are you getting close to that trough? And what are the things that are going to help move you forward? And then finally, um, this is in a premeditation for the next episode. How are you forming your current identity? How are you forming it? Are you stepping forward into growth? Are you stepping back into safety? Are you moving toward the kind of person that you want to become? Are you allowing yourself to get confronted with your current identity and then letting that current identity keep you where you are? That's all I have for today. Since this is episode number one, I will ask you, I'm not going to beg yet, but I will ask you very kindly, if you enjoy this, please like, share, and subscribe. 
and make sure that you share with your friends. Um, feel free to leave any feedback. I know that maybe this was a little rough, but this will get a little more in sync as we go forward. And until next time, my friends, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery. Mm -hmm. of what you were saying and knew what you were going to say. Good. Yeah, like I said, I was preparing yesterday, so...